0: Hey y'all, sweet lamb of the Lord. We've lasted more than two months and I've not threatened to quit podcasting at all. That's a breakthrough. My weekly shows was the best thing to happen to my crazy schedule, I swear to God. Today is May 9th, 2018. Welcome to episode six of Got News and Interviews. Today's guest, when asked to provide a bio for this show's intro, said, I'm just trying to navigate this world as best as I can as a disabled person struggling with many conditions. I talk about my life in real time on Twitter, and I also stream video games under my group, The Red Planet Brigade. Listeners, please enjoy this interview of Tito Q85. So, ladies and gentlemen, and them's I have my Twitter friend on today. This is Tito. Tito, please say hello to everybody.
1: Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Tito, aka Very God Buela, aka Your Food Is Trash. Let's argue. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, but yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all know who I am. Tito, Tito Q eighty five on Twitter. You know, out here starting trouble.
0: <laughs> Try to start trouble, but <laughs> I cannot remember um what thread or what repost led me to your account, but I absolutely love your Twitter account. Tito talks about whatever he feels like whenever he feels like from from blurty stuff to matters of the heart. he poses a lot of questions that put a lot of thoughts on people's minds um parental dialogue and, and adverse relationships in that regard like it's just it's a wide spectrum he has got over 150,000 tweets and just not enough followers I feel like enough people more people need to really be exposed to the way your your mind works so how did you even end up on twitter everybody's like you know I either I either stumbled on it because I heard everyone else was using it or a friend told me about it but how did you end up on twitter
1: I I have been on Twitter for a long time. I just didn't um, engage. So what oh. happened was... I used to be one of these people who just retweeted everything, whatever, whatever. But eventually, like, my, my marriage was failing. Um, mm-hmm. And I was feeling really alone. Like, I just felt like nobody was really on my wavelength. Like, I am... <laughs> I tell people I'm an empath who suffers from depression Mm. so it's like a double whammy of you're sad and you're isolated and nobody understands why you feel everything as strongly as you do Mm -hmm. Um, Twitter was the first place where people were like well shit me too (laughs) (laughs) basically Um, um, and, and again I tell people this too they think I'm joking you know, I am a white Latinx person who is just frequently annoyed with white Latinx people. Like all mm. my friends are all my friends are black. Like so, <laughs> for if you if you go, if, I just tell people like it's really funny the way my Twitter basically worked out like my real life.
0: Mm. <laughs> It crafted its own following that yeah, reflect how you my, actually
1: live. Yeah, because my Twitter is basically, you know, is 90% black folks. And then, you know, even more of that is mostly black women. Like, when I got on Twitter, I did not expect um, so many black women in particular to resonate with me.
0: Mm. Like,
1: you know, I don't talk about the shit. I talk about going, oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm appealing to black women right now. You know? Like, yeah. Um, but it really came, came, became something because of that. And really probably the first person to kind of get me a quote unquote exposed to a lot of people was, um, I don't know if you follow him, but his name is, um, Anthony's AKA Anthony Williams.
0: No, Um, now I'm about to go follow Anthony. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah. But he, um. He basically got he put me on to a lot of people, like a lot of people started following me. Um, like what what's been wild is to have, you know, people you've been following two, three years follow you back. Like, okay, mm. I see you, bro. Like when, when Bad Dominicano followed me, I was like, Word? Okay. <laughs> like, you know, I gotta I gotta go delete some shit. I gotta act right. <laughs>
0: No, no, they follow
1: nah, cause nah. they know. <laughs> no, nah, but but you know, um, and I always tell people like I am I am a fully fleshed out, complicated person. But the problem is that's not me. That's all of us. All of us mm. should be that way. All of us should be able to get on here and talk about how sad we are, and then we should be able to get on here and talk about like argue about food or argue about a movie, like we're people. We're not monolithic. We are not yes. one thing. And that's one thing that I always talk about as far as interpersonal relationships is we take the parts of people that we like and we use them up for that. You don't you don't treat people as people, you treat them as commodities. Mm. You know, like okay, like a lot of the people that I talk to on Twitter are black women and their first instinct is hey. How you doing? How can I help you? Never, ever, ever does it cross their mind to ask me for help. I have to literally tell them like, no, no. We focus in on you today.
0: (laughs) That's true. I can see that in your tweets. We do it all the time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like I I will literally be like, how are you? And the deflecting happens so fast, if you don't notice it, you won't catch it. Yeah. And you'll be here talking about yourself When you were originally coming to this person, checking up on them.
0: That's true.
1: Like, but that's the thing is most people don't think of their interpersonal relationships critically enough to even notice stuff like that, particularly when it comes to the dynamic of just men and women in general. Man, I used to tell my friends all the time. So how many women did you burden with your problems today?
0: Ooh,
1: ow! And they and they would just they would just look at me like, like you know you know I'm here too, right? Like, you know. But like I said, there's this idea that dudes don't talk to each other. Dudes are not affectionate with each other. Like, man, I'll tell people all the time. I wish I had more queer friends. I wish I had more gay friends. Cause straight dudes are trash friends.
0: <laughs> you believe them to be tra- collectively or just? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Yeah. And like,
0: the tea begins yeah. to brew. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. Like straight dude mom, oh, man. Cause it's like I have I have this friend. I'm like mentoring him. He's ten years younger than me. Yeah. So I'm putting him onto a lot of game as far as, you know, how you should treat people, how you should interact with the relationships around you. Like one of the first things I taught him to do was, okay, tell me about a girl. Not a girl that you like, a girl that's your that's your friend, just your friend.
0: Yes. And I
1: want you, I want you to take this girl out, and tell her, Yo, I appreciate you, and I'm not doing this cause I cause I like you or any ulterior motive or anything. I'm just taking you out because I appreciate you. Do that shit and report back to me. And he, he he did it. And the first thing this girl said was, Wow, nobody has ever done anything like this for me before.
0: Yes it doesn't happen commonly
1: and i and i tell my i tell my my friends too like yo i just i just took you out and i paid for the food you know i just took you out on a date right
0: <laughs> technically i mean that's what it is you know
1: cuz cuz it's cuz it's like yo <laughs> the it just gets really annoying having to um perform what people believe a man should be like bro i could literally just put a song on and I'll get looks like, um, dude, what are you doing? Ain't no girl in the car. Oh, so I can't play Jasmine Sullivan unless there's a girl in the car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a bop. You should be able to play whatever you
1: want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's it, it just gets, it gets very exhausting. And again, that, that's the reason that I, I started coming to Twitter. Because it's like, man, it's like you just don't feel understood or like accepted completely for who you are. Mm, mm,
0: mm. I love it, and I mean, for those who are just like, "Wow, this is the first time I've heard him," and anything, literally, the way he's conversing right now is exact energy that is exuded from his Twitter account. I I think so many people have the wrong idea about Twitter. um They like to think of it as okay, it's just a whole bunch of people yelling into the void about what they ate today and whatnot. That stereotype is antiquated at this point. <laughs> there's yeah. genuine dialogue that happens there's interactions that are really really interesting and conversations that are started and whatnot movements that are started and everyone carves out their own little window of it and one of the things that appealed to me aside from just the, the general transparency you have on your account is that you're not afraid to share any side of vulnerability. And that's impressive because we've got so much going on in this day and age where we're hopeful more people are willing to embrace their hard and soft sides in, in every facet of life. And you're just like, here it is. I'm throwing it out here. Like, take it today. This is what's going on. Thank you for waking up. Thank you for being today. You know, no ulterior motive to it. I'm just thanking you for existing. It's like, What? We need more of that. <laughs> we need more of that. I, I absolutely adore it. I, I value it so much. There's also a lot of, you do a lot of observing or just retweeting things to let people kind of have at it, such as um, the drama with Universal Fan Con and uh, the, the whole non-existent community. It's a lot going on with that. And you've had a lot to say regarding that as well. Were you directly impacted by that? Were you attending yep. or? Mm-hmm. I was
1: going, I was going, Snap. I, I had my hotel paid for, um, I bought three tickets, which I still haven't gotten money back for. And I don't think most of us will. Wow. Um, but you know, we put, we, we bought plane tickets, um, Hotel reservations, you know, I went anyway because I was like, you know, we all gonna go, we all were gonna go and meet each other anyway. So that's what we ended up doing. Oh, you but, did go? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, we just we just kind of ended up going to meet each other, and there was actually a a pop up con that happened um, on Saturday or the Saturday of that weekend. Mm-hmm.
0: wow what oh wait let me stop myself before i just get into it um uh, i know there's got to be oh, somebody listening who's just like what the hell is universal uh fancom? so there was a very large scale um convention that was in the works that ultimately fell flat on its face these things can and do happen but the magnitude of this was extremely severe because there were a lot of people uh, a lot of artists who you know prepare extensively for these conventions and it's a lot of fees involved in being able to bring your merchandise and your artistry to wherever only for it to flop that was hundreds of dollars thousands of dollars missed out on these artists so there's been a lot of conversation on twitter concerning that and um uh, the reactions to the delays and returns on on money if refunds are even feasible how much the convention actually was racking up in terms of its own debt it's been a lot of conversation so i wanted to make sure to throw that out there before you carry on so go ahead so
1: y'all had a pop-up con <laughs> yeah yeah they they did a pop-up con um it Rain of april was there um oh, wow. chel hadari coker the creator of blue cage was there um a couple of celebrities that were originally scheduled for FanCon just ended up showing up there, kind of like a good, a goodwill thing. But yeah, I really, we really, we went to go see each other, cause that was the basically the reason we went. Like we linked up and spent like probably one of the best weekends we ever had together. But at the end of the day, man, you know, <laughs> ain't nobody fucking with Jamie Brod next again.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that bridges is, is torched completely. <laughs>
1: Cause, Cause, not it's not even just about us. Like she basically burned bridges with all the creatives that that we appreciate in this space. Like, oh my know, gosh! I mean, once once you come after Stephanie Williams, really, ain't nobody like you know. Nah, like really, nobody <laughs> is gonna be. You don't. You don't. You don't come after Steph. I will, bro
0: like it's a lot um, of a lot of wrong swinging going on in this and I mean this is just not the space to be defensive at all as the person who's hosting it like you just that's not the way to handle it I've definitely been involved in some things that have not come to fruition no matter how hard we were working but you got to have a game plan in order for making amends for the for the screw up you have to you can't just think it's gonna be written off
1: yeah. and that's the thing is everybody everybody would have would have forgiven it if you came right out the gate like yo we fucked up we're sorry blah 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 and here's your money back like that if that happened right off the bat people would have been like okay cool let's try again but instead number 1 you went quiet number 2 you blamed everybody else. Like everybody was just like, nah, it's your fault. No, nah, it's your fault. No, nah, it's your fault." Like, I, <laughs> like I went off. I started posting gifs and memes. I got like a hundred followers just for just for that uh, shadiness.
0: <laughs> and I see a lot of. I mean, it's 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 rippling far as hell. Um, Universal FanCon didn't have what it needed, but the the Uh, we comic con the the pop up is what came from that. Rumors are it's $650,000 in the whole Universal Fan Con. Is um, there was some podcasts that decided they were going to rip into all of this and they ended up losing their following. I think the podcast was Misty Night, uh, Misty Nights Uninformed Afro. Yeah, uh, 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 that's it. Uninformed Afro. What is what's the deal on that? Because
1: so I basically, keep seeing it pop Misty, up and I'm Misty, like, I don't even know. Yeah. So basically, Misty Night's Uninformed Afro was a comic book podcast um, with um, Steph, I Will, and Jamie Broadnax. But if I'm keeping it 100% real, wasn't nobody tuning into that podcast for Jamie Broadnax? Oh. oh, okay. Because right <laughs> basically, the whole podcast was Steph would say something. And then Jamie would quote RT and say the exact same shit. That's basically what what it was.
0: Oh, so really, actually, not informed at all.
1: Yeah, okay, like that's cute. <laughs> it, but basically, it was you know, Steph. I will would come with all the research, all the knowledge. I think the 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 thing about Jamie is all Jamie had was her name. Like when I think about it, like ain't nothing about Jamie Broadneck where you're like, oh yeah, that's Jamie. Like talent wise, like what what does she do?
0: Like, oh, oh, no. Like,
1: like, you know, like everybody knows what Stephi Will's thing is. I Will is informative and she's hilarious. Like, what does Jamie Brown next do?
0: I mean, the, the, <laughs> I just, see, <laughs>
1: my head is just
0: drastically tilted to the side because this is not the, you know, the end of this whatsoever it's gonna get very scary how far this ripples out yes. it's just going Absolutely. to oh my gosh but i mean at least you were able to to link up with friends meet new ones and things of that sort over that weekend so i am excited about that that's a good feeling oh, um no, yeah. <laughs> some sense of deserving you know a a chance to still have a positive experience amongst all that crap so no, bro, it, was be-
1: it was beautiful cause when, <laughs> when I went to when I went to the actual con I had like five people come up to me oh my god are you Tito q85 can I get a hug oh that's <laughs> wonderful oh my gosh and like though no, but the but the very first thing everybody um asked me was bro why you don't like cake <laughs>
0: what okay yeah we need to bring it up there is an infamous infamous never ending conversation with Tito on all platforms on Twitch on Twitter about his disdain for cake so what is the deal with that (laughs) I just I don't like
1: it man like I like ice cream cake
0: but just not the texture of regular out of the oven cake
1: Nah, I can't. I can't, do it. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I can't do it, man. It's like, it's like somebody told me once. They're like, "Yo, you, you know, I thought I thought you weren't racist, but your food opinions are anti-black."
0: Oh my gosh, cake is having an anti-black me.
1: <laughs> no, cause, cause I told him, cause I told him um, that I don't like grits, and that really hurt his feelings
0: oh my god okay yeah I got I like grits but I have the debate with a lot of my friends who are Nigerian and whatnot about if it's sugar and butter in it or if it's uh eggs or whatever like it's hilarious the conversations that come out of no damn where on Twitter everybody want to have food wars and whatnot it's always always some beef whether it be you know out of humor or some unnecessary hotep wokeness so you know well, um, aside from all of that, I know that you have been considering doing a podcast. Can we anticipate that coming at some point? Like, how do you foresee yourself structuring that? Because I'm excited. I would totally listen.
1: Um, like I, I actually did um a couple of episodes before. I just wasn't consistent with it. Mm. But now that I like, cause I didn't know about this app. This happens pretty
0: cool. It's wonderful. I recommend Anchor FM to everybody.
1: The podcast was basically um, like what I do on Twitter. We we were talking about interpersonal relationships. We were talking about um, basically, uh, how you how you navigate um, the world according to whatever your intersecting identities are. Because mm. that's something people don't really think about. Like. Like okay, when you say somebody's black, you say somebody's black, and that's it. But that's not how it is. You'd be you'd be black. You'd be black. You can be black and gay. You'd be black and Afro Latino and gay. You'd be black Afro Latino gay and disabled. You know that's one mm-hmm. thing that people people don't do. They 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 latch onto an identity and they see the person as that. They don't understand that people are multifaceted beings. Yes, and that's something that I'm always talking about is do you see your friends as people or as commodities because what happens when that person you come to for that thing has nothing left are they not worth it anymore mm. you know because I, I always tell people like I suffer from depression eventually I ain't going to have it for you I ain't yep. going to be able to, I'm not going to want to talk to you I'm not going to want to um, listen to your problems. I'm not going to have nothing for you. What then? And that's one thing that people don't think about because the reality is once a person is at their worst, at rock bottom, like man, we don't don't lose friends because of arguments and stuff like that. We lose friends because a lot of the times we can't handle when shit gets real.
0: You better say that. (laughs) That's
1: the absolute truth. Because people are not people are not interested in, in loving people. They're interested in loving ideas. Huh? Ooh,
0: like, it's emotional, but it's true.
1: But it's true. You know, like I, I always tell people, um, particularly with, with romantic relationships, is that people come into those relationships centering themselves. It's two people centering themselves, and they expect that shit to work out.
0: It can't that way. It absolutely can't. I, I also have the argument with people about, oh, you know, it needs to be 50-50. No, it needs to be 100-100. Because if we already function in a half, depending on the other person to be the other half to make a whole, we're already in the deficit. It can't work that way. What if you cannot give me more than 20% today? I'm supposed to just be at fault for that? No. You got to be able to put all energy in. But I mean, that's that's coming from a woman who been there, done that, sent a postcard. So, <laughs> Wow. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot of a lot of depth and a lot of context that I believe we need. I mean, granted the whole atmosphere in terms of podcasting seems to just keep growing and it seems like it's hard to cut a window that Yeah,
1: works. I think the but the thing is is what people don't understand is in order to grow, you have to engage people yes like that's one thing i do is i engage everyone like i was talking today like yo nobody gives a fuck about how smart i am (laughs) (laughs) nobody nobody like i tell people it ain't it ain't about being smart it ain't about uh, being out here acting like you better than everybody else like my my posts resonate with people that's that's what gets them is they resonate. It's not because I'm some, like, deep or whatever. It's because people relate. Like, and that's one thing that a lot of people, people get on this app and they want to talk to you like they better than you and shit. It's, like, that's it's a shit. lot
0: of bullying. It's that's a shit. lot she of keyboard bullying. To, yes.
1: Like, I get to the point where if I see you got 15k followers, alright, I'm good. I ain't even gonna bother. Like,
0: <laughs> it gets... Really, really. Now, that's one part that, that does great on my nerves. I have to take sporadic breaks. I mean, OK, I'm a I'm an online entertainer. Yes, I'm a businesswoman as well, but I'm an online entertainer. So there's an aspect of it that I have to be involved in. But I don't have to let it be my 24 seven. Ain't nobody going to be broken up and busted up if I take a week or a month off from Twitter. No one's going to. The impact is still there. If I'm making content somewhere else or if the conversations I created are still worth conversing about, they'll still be around when I get there. And I, it's just a lot of tough toning going around on Twitter and other social media platforms when someone has a large following. Half of that following is not even a real person. Some of it is just yeah. an account that belongs to a person who already has another account and whatnot. It's not always actual factual human. So yeah. You know, when you got things going on like oh well, uh, God, what's a good example? Um like anytime there's a think piece, anytime that's done in the community that there needs to be this huge think piece. I know there was a recent article about uh <laughs> white women's tears.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. And I feel like you get certain voices and that verification check, like, dear God, I so desperately wanted it at one point in time because I wanted to be able to pre- present myself as a relevant voice in my my market, my little space in the world of YouTube and in the, the entertainment industry and whatnot. But it matters not now. <clears throat> it totally doesn't matter. It has so little validity to it. What's valid is what you consistently bring to the platform. But it's a crap load of tough tone talking people. And I don't I don't see them coming for you. And I, I love that. Maybe I just ain't seen it. Maybe it happens on a low, low. But I feel like you have a level of respect established where ain't nobody coming at you all willy-nilly about anything, you know? <laughs> and that's just from yeah. the outside looking in. Maybe it is. Yeah, but, but...
1: well, the thing is for me, because cause I also, I, I tell people, I realize that I am a guest here. Um, mm. like i am in a space you know people people don't really understand that this is this is an invisible space it's an intangible space but it's a real one
0: yeah. and
1: the space that i inhabit happens to it, it's mostly black people so when it comes to your issues and your problems and your discussions i don't get involved like i talk about what i know i talk about what i experience And I talk about what I experience in relation to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I talk about the anti-blackness in my community. I talk about how, yo, I can't fuck, I can't fuck with anybody that looks like me because we trash. I talk about that all the time. But when it comes to uh, black folks' issues and, and 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 whatever's going on, like, I'll I'll retweet for the rest of the TL, but I don't need to put my two cents in. So Mm -hmm. there's already respect there like they already already know like I understand that I am a guest in your house
0: I respect it and I mean just being able to have that mindset if more people had it a lot more beneficial dialogue could happen I'm quite burned out on we need to have a talk about we need to have a talk about okay we're talking what do we do now
1: (laughs) yeah well and but the problem is you know is that these, these are not dialogues that black people need to have. These are dialogues that white people need to be having with other white people. These are dialogues that that those groups need to be having with each other. has nothing to do with black people. Black people do not, they don't owe you that. They don't owe you those explanations which they have probably already explained to you a million times but you really could give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you know, if again, man, if you you were to go look go look at my follow, you'd probably be like, "Well, damn, I don't know how this happened," but like, because <laughs> again, like, I don't I don't I don't have to be you to fuck with you. I don't have to um, uh, relate or center myself to empathize or sympathize mm-hmm. with you. I can literally just be like, "Yo, your life is fucking." trash i'm sorry and leave it there i don't have to be like well your life is fucking trash but look at what happened to me you know
0: and there's so much of people wanting to compare tit for tat it's it can't always be done that way it just can't but i i know those of us who follow you and who interact with you we value you greatly like i was just so thrilled he was just ranting at random like oh, you know, I'm kind of dibbling, dabbling back and forth if I should get back in the podcast. And I'm like, yo, be a guest on mine. I want to tell everybody about you. Please get started again, <laughs> please. But this show, I feel like is is a very good thing for me. I've got a very positive network of people around me with very unique stories. And I just love being able to give y'all a few moments to just talk, to just be yourself, to be the voice behind the text that we usually read, or to be the personality behind what we only see online. So I'm, I'm grateful for you squeezing some time in. I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to just hear more from you. I really can't.
1: <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm the kind of person, like I said, if you, if I'll, I'll be here for hours, I don't care. <laughs> I told, I told, I told somebody today, like, yo. Don't 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 leave that shit up to me. Because if it were up to me, every podcast episode would be like two three hours.
0: <laughs> just be out there, just giving it to them. No, you gotta you know? give you gotta give them a little snippets so yeah. that they are thirsty yeah. to come back.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and you know, like I said, it's it's interesting, right? Because again, like you said, when you're on Twitter, you feel like you're talking into the void. Like I, that's all I was doing was talking, and then you look up and you got two thousand plus followers. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, um, but like I said, all, all I do is I I talk, I talk about whatever I talk about interpersonal relationships. I talk about, um, you know, my, my dynamic as a, um, white Latinx person with a bunch of black friends. I talk about my, uh, dynamic as a disabled person. I, you know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on, man, and like I said, a big problem with Twitter is, man, it will be so easy for people to talk about what they know but instead they want to talk about shit that they really don't have the range for.
0: Yes. So
1: then you end up, like, embarrassing yourself. Like, I got people now that I think are just brilliant and I'm like, why are you following me? Like, clearly it's like, well, you think I'm brilliant? I I guess I get, I say something you like, too. And it's kind of hard to to come to terms with that because, like I said, I grew up being uh, emotionally abused and ostracized just for existing. It's a really big reason that I say stuff like, thank you for being like, oh. I'm just glad you're here because a lot of people, they would let their abuse make them bitter. They would they would continue that cycle on other people. But I consciously chose to be like, yo, I don't want anybody to feel like this ever. So let me just, if I'm going to be here, let me at least try to, you know, just show people that good exists. Good with no ulterior motives. Good with no um, with no strings attached. Just good.
0: Mm. And we're so far distant from just good. Everything seems like it's got to have something
1: behind it. <laughs> Yeah, man. man. Oh man. And, but, but the thing is, is all, all you can do is 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 live your own life, man. Like, I'm here. I'm here trying to navigate best I can, man. It's just, I mean, like I said, even recently, I just, I just been dealing with like, like after I knew I was gonna be sad, like after the weekend, cause like I don't really have, like I have two friends here, but I, I hardly see them. And the thing is about Florida is Florida is not really accessible for disabled people. So I don't really go nowhere. Mm. Um, like, that's the reason I'm on Twitter so much. Twitter is essentially, like, my escape. It's really my 90% of my social interaction at this point.
0: That's a high percentage, but at least you're getting what you can from it, you know. I want you to be able to get out more often. Florida need to get it together. Which is interesting. <laughs> interesting that it has that regard when so many of us who don't live there always think of Florida as the place for retirees and things of that sort. And I mean, you're in the Orlando area, so you would assume there'll be more accessible opportunities, but um it it's we got a long way to go with accessibility for for disabilities because everybody thinks if you're not on crutches or a wheelchair that nothing is wrong with you and it's it's a wide range that that's more than just that so that's that's a topic for a whole nother day though like
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean like I said like i um there's there's always something to pull out of the hat and talk about like you don't really um, particularly when it comes to interpersonal relationships you're not really going to run out of topics
0: mm-hmm. like,
1: I mean I could go make a thread right now about whatever um, and really what I want from it more than anything is I want somebody to be like um, well I think you're wrong I see it like this because my perspective is just one I'm not one of these people who's like, well, I said this, so it's 100% reality. Like, I don't. To be honest with you, I've gotten to the point where I I tell people, okay, everybody, I need you to purposefully engage with this,
0: Mm. you know? Interesting stuff. Well, Tito, thank you so much for being a guest. Before you hop off, please tell everybody how they can find you online
1: um holler at your boy on twitter tito tito q85 you know i couldn't i couldn't just use plain old tito q85 because apparently it was taken He took it to do tito
0: twice (laughs)
1: yeah so also you know if you're into the video games holler at me on twitch tito q85 and uh that's about it yay
0: thank you so much and i will catch you on twitter
1: <laughs> oh for sure.
0: Take care.
1: Alright.
0: Bye bye. Bye. Be sure to follow the show on anchor.fm or on facebook.com slash multifaceted ACG. That's M-U-L-T-I-F-A-C-E T-E-D A-C-G. Also, for the YouTube inclined, my show is now available on youtube.com slash MacG Productions LLC, along with another show I participate in called 3130. You know, for real truth be told, podcasting on YouTube without visuals isn't really beneficial. So we might as well keep her thing on anchor. I'll share updates soon on that. But yes, show both shows some love. Until next time, remember to cover your mouth when you cough and sneeze, preferably with your arm, please. Bye, y'all.